pod, 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 pod. Rugby pod. It's pretty hot out there at the moment. A lot of talk about the heat. Yeah. We talk about the sweat. Yeah. The boys love to sweat. You love to get into the preseason vibe. You know, if we if we look at look at some of the preseason stories that have cropped up over the years, I remember the South Africans before the two thousand three World Cup was a bit weird. They all got naked and uh, hugged in a circle. Oh, I heard that. Neil de Kock told me about that. Yeah, all true. All true. Very all true. Said yeah, and, and a good yeah. name for it, isn't it? Neil de Kock. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so what did he tell you? He basically said exactly that. He said they were rolling around in the freezing cold sea, start bollet naked, and there's a few little mushrooms hanging about. <laughs> <weren't they? laughs> was, was this Peter yeah. Villiers when he was in charge? It's probably one of his quotes. <laughs> it here, wasn't right? Peter Villiers, was it? Oh, I can't 03. Think of it. it was 03. Um, no, he was after that. Was he was 07? Peter de Villiers in France. I think. He, yeah, yeah, it was the 03. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh wow. The okay. Kemp Steel, wasn't it? Kemp Steel. Sounds name. like a night out. Kemp in, Steel, Magaluf or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's not quite dwarf tossing in uh, New Zealand, though, is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Island boys did that, though, didn't they? They yeah. got away with it, though. They, got, yeah. they did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Oh, no, they just didn't have any royalty with them. That's the yeah. thing. <laughs> did you boys get up to, like, I mean, pre season? How was that? How is that for you guys? And um, anything strange like, like yeah. the South African situation ever? Come up with you guys. Funny you say that, and I'll try and shorten the story because I don't. Goody, how many pre-seasons you actually have you done? <laughs> yeah. I was I was present for eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> present, yeah, calf strain, calf strain. So funny enough, and I'll try and whiz through through that. You might have heard Take this your time. before. Go on then. Take your time. So um, World Cup Is this 2015. The, oh, here we go. Here we go. Did you go to a World Cup, did you? Vermeer, yeah, Vermeer, <laughs> Mucker. No, I didn't go. So basically, we had. Um, a toughen up old school camp. Uh, we were told to turn up at a five star hotel in Edinburgh. I was thinking, well, this ain't toughen up. Uh, we've then got on the minibus, gone to Edinburgh Airport. We've boarded a Ryanair flight to Barcelona. Oh, you're really toughening it that up. That was now. it, return. Here we go. That was it. No leg room, nothing. Stag, stag do. Yeah, stag do. Here we go, Vern. You are a legend. No, you're not. Um, so we've gone to Ryanair and we've gone to Barcelona. None of us are allowed leg room. Me and Richie Gray, six foot 20, literally folded up in a seat. We get off the, uh, get off the plane in Barcelona. And yellow school buses pick us up. And they take us for hours upon end. We cross the border into France. Uh, Cha-ching. And uh, as we get through, uh, we carry on going. We get dropped off at a point four or five hours. All we can see is loads of mountains. There's no water. We're like, where's the water? Well, you should have brought your own. We're trying to toughen up. So the story goes like this. So whatever we were wearing, we were told we had to walk for about six hours, seven hours, up to a checkpoint up the mountain. Okay, so picture this. And the whole time, Vern says, lads, before you go... This is about toughening bloody up. Let's see who wants it. That sounded a bit... So where like, was Vern from again? That was Chinese. Yeah, so as, anyway, so as we go, we get dropped off at a checkpoint. My, uh, I'm, funny enough, I'm with Dr. James Robson, the Lions legend, and Stuart Hogg, who thinks he's a Lions legend. legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're literally, we're wearing uh, the, the stuff that we've woke up in the morning. So I've got Birkenstock flip-flops, pair of shorts, Scotland top. Okay, uh, Stuart Hogg's wearing Havana flip-flops, shorts, and he's carrying... One of your favourites, a Louis Vuitton bag. That, that, that's oh. Louis Vuitton bag. Wait, yeah. Aspen, got one. Aspinall. 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 Yeah. I've got an Aspinall. Yeah. 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 Aspinall, shout out to Aspinall. <laughs> so anyway, we're walking six hours up to this mountain, okay? And as we get about four or five hours, obviously the feet are getting sore, we're walking over rocky terrain. Uh, we get to the checkpoint. Uh, and what we find at this checkpoint is, is that we've actually got another four hours to go. So we keep walking for four hours. I'm ended up this time having to carry all Stuart Hogg's gear and the Dr. James Robson, who's borderline 60 years old now. So I've got the defibrillator, I've got my bag, I've got, Louis, I've got, I've got the, uh, the Louis Vuitton bag. Lewis. And then we're walking up and it's probably about nine o'clock now, so it's getting pretty cold. And we have about, you had any water at this point? We, uh, yeah, we have had water. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we've had water at this point. Uh, and then we actually get to the top of uh, the, the, where we're staying. We didn't know we were staying out there. There's a campfire, but there's cages with rabbits in. 
they look, they're literally bunny rabbits. And then the, these <laughs> army guys come out, and by the time everyone's actually got to the camp, some like a bit, uh, turn up a little bit later, some are there before, and we're all sat round. Uh, and Vern says, and he's, I swear to God, he's sat there in full outdoor hunter gear, big jumper, walking boots, he's got a knife. And he's like, right, lads, we've got four rabbits. We're cooking this for dinner. Who doesn't want to kill the rabbits? Like that. So Richie Gray puts his hand up, of course. Mm. You pussy, Richie. <laughs> um, uh, Ross Ford, um, Stuart Hogan, someone else puts his hand. Right, you four are killing the rabbits. So the army guy pulls this rabbit, this bunny rabbit. It's not even a wild rabbit, I promise. This bunny rabbit. Oh, my God. This said that... This, this is how you need to kill it. <laughs> he's Russian, sorry. He's yeah, Russian. He's Russian. <laughs> so he's there and he's, he's swinging this rabbit round with one hand. Next thing, he slams it on the floor. I'm not joking. The thing's eyes popped out of his head and then he cuts his throat and he's like, right, that's how you kill it. So the other three, the boys had to go and kill them. This is just got sense. <laughs> yeah, so Richie, Richie Gray is spinning this thing round. He, you can see he's like, he's a right fairy. He's like, oh, oh. Fern, I can't slam it. Fern shouts, fucking kill it. Right, so Richie... And Thought he's not dead, so they're shaking like mad. There's blood everywhere, and he's slamming over the head with a stick. Anyway, needless to say, the rabbits didn't taste that succulent. They were a bit tough. So anyway, so we, we had the rabbits. That's all we had. That's all we had for food. Um, and with, okay, so we were on the campfire. Where are we sleeping tonight? So hold on. There's how many of you are there? 40. All of us. All of us are there. Forty. Four rabbits. Four rabbits. For 40. Oh, no, no, no. I forgot to say. No, I forgot to say. There was thirty-five uh, baguettes. <laughs> dry, yeah, gum, dry. Gum yeah, proper gum, proper French gum bleeders. But let's kill the rabbits. Yeah, kill the rabbits. Lapat and pat. Yeah, exactly. The old French dish. So I, I smashed the whole baguette. In that was it. And so we were sat around the campfire and we were like, okay, so where are we sleeping? And Vern says, we're sleeping here. This is where we're sleeping. We're like, okay, sleeping bags. No sleeping bags. No tents, no warm weather kit. We're by a fire, and you've got to think. So there's, there's forty big rugby players sat around a campfire the size of this table. Not with big, a, big huh? Laidlaw's not big. Where's he going? Yeah. So we're around here, and literally we are freezing all night long. And then, so some of the boys are really struggling with it. Anyway, we get through four in the morning. The, the horns go. Hard. We're like, well, no one's asleep anyway, so you don't need to wake yourself. <laughs> we go down the hill, and I'm telling you now, Stuart Hogg is struggling like mad. So I'm having to carry him down the hill. And Vern's like, I'm only going to pick guys. Oh, I was going to do it in English. I'm only going to pick guys who want it and show me how tough they are. So I'm there, I'll, I'll show him how tough I am. Got Stuart Hogg on my bag, got the defibrillator, got a Louis Vuitton bag, got my flip flops on. I'm walking down there. I'm, I'm going. I'm bloody going to the World Cup. Anyway, it turns out they picked Stuart Hogg. I don't get picked and go home. So, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like hell. Yeah. Mate, it was oh. ridiculous. I'd like, I thought it was 2015. How old school could you be? And then, every, we, yeah, then we did altitude training the whole way. I want Fern Carter coaching the Lions. That's that story. Yeah, the problem is, if Fern well. Carter coached Lions, he wouldn't know any of the players because there weren't any Scots there, will there? They'll be completely new. 35. Uh, no, Hardy, 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 Hardy Hoggy. Hardy, yeah. Hardy, Hoggy. WP now. Yeah. <laughs> there you are. Um, you must have had the conversation 1 a.m. You're all freezing around the campfire. Who'd you eat first? That's like the age old Desert Island sort of scenario. Yeah. Do you go for the. WP Nail probably isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't think he came. I, I think anyone, any of the, um, the South Africans or Kiwis didn't have to do it. It was just the, <laughs> they're already the tough Scots enough. Yeah. Yeah. You see where the bitterness comes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very good. In uh, Andy, your your preseason <laughs> well, similar? Yeah, I never did one. I don't know. Um, <laughs> my least favourite preseason of many. Um, 
I remember Saracens 2002 it had been 2002 2001 2002 something like that we went went on army barracks um, training camp for four days and they're horrendous we rocked up and they're like right this is all about team building we'll do a bit of training but it'll be team building mainly so we've got there dumped the bags five o'clock gone for some food at the at the barracks and then three of the PTs the personal trainers that were taking us for the for three or four days all log carries and stuff like that said right let's really get to know each other let's go out you know go out for a few beers get on the smash have a good time so all the lads are like oh god this would be amazing you know a bit of bonding team building etc etc they're all saying that there wouldn't be too much training it wouldn't be too tough um fill your boots get on the smash so there we are in portsmouth um filled your boots completely everyone's out there three pts are with us um they look like they're hitting it hard as well we all rock back to the um the the army barracks i'm, I'm gonna say about three o'clock in the morning Fire the kebab house, obviously. I had two. Get back to the, the, the barracks. Everyone's steaming, gets into bed. Hour later, the alarm goes off and all these PTs are running. We're, we're sharing a... Uh, we did one at Leicester as well when you were there. Yeah, I, I remember. When there was, was 40 of us in this one room sleeping. Yeah. Just to, the smell, everything's oh, horrible. Yeah. You wouldn't put your worst enemies through it. Anyway, we're all in this big army barracks where I think we're about 20 in a room on camp beds. Everyone's steaming, there's farting going on, there's snoring, it's just horrendous. These PTs run in, alarms going off, get out of bed, get out of bed, get your gear on, we're going for a run. And the run, they took us on this run at 4.30 in the morning, whatever, it's pitch black, horrible. And you had to carry, and this was my hardest task, you had to carry uh, on a plastic plate a, a chocolate gatto. Generally now, chocolate gatto. And it, sorry, not a plastic, but a paper plate on a chocolate gatto. And you had to carry it in a team. And the team that won wasn't necessarily the team that finished first. You were marked on a ranking system for who who came first, second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever it was, and whose cake was still intact. He didn't need us. Obviously, mine was gone. <laughs> second, I ate it. But Before we left. Imagine that, 4.30 in the morning, you're steaming, hungover, you've got a banging headache, you've got PT Ooh, shouting at you. Gatto. Chocolate gatto. though, I was just like, oh, but let's have it. That's how yeah. I have it. But how does it, was, it go down as a hangover cure, chocolate um, gatto? Yeah, it's normal. It's not does bad. The, yeah, does the job. Did you cop any punishment for hitting the chocolate ghetto? Oh, we just said it fell off somewhere. Denial. <laughs> Denial. <laughs> so that's, that's that's chocolate all over your face. And you talk about Vern saying, kill the rabbits, and these great, oh, I've got a brilliant idea. Let's go on a camp where you go up for a run at 4.30 in the morning. Morning yeah. after being you know, having a team bonding session and pre-season, I don't know why coaches think of it because you, you hear about the Saracens trips now. Pre-season, where do you go? Where was the yeah, last? So you're on it right uh, now. Where did we go? We went to Shikit. Well, we did Lalapalooza yeah. music festival yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. The best one I, I, I was away last year. Oh, the uh, best one, Hungary. The best one from Saracens I heard was there was in teams or something, and you, they all got flown to yeah, different, different parts, parts of Europe, Europe, and they had a checkpoint. They just get to one place to meet. Yeah, and enjoy. Take a camera. Enjoy it. It's team bonding, that isn't it? That's great. Yeah, and they drop boys off like all over. They had to meet in Toulon. Somewhere in Barcelona, so somewhere. This, yeah, so yeah, some of them were in France, and then they gave them X amount of money to either get a train ticket to rent a car. Yeah, does that come with the salary cap? You give them money. I was about to say we're, we're discovering, <laughs> so we're breaking something yeah, here, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, we ended up. Yeah, we ended up. Chris Ashton in the yeah. Ferrari, yeah, just yeah. Two, two thousand rand in a, in a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they, they do some two thousand rand. That's about twenty quid. That's about to say. That's not getting you a lot there. Transfers uh, at the moment. Uh, let's have a look at those, Fred. You love a little bit of a transfer. Let's go through. I've done a bit of research. So I'm going to name a few players, jump in with any feedback. Who you think's a big signing? Um, I've named a couple which I think are, are going to be big. So Talupe Falatau joining Bath. I think that's a massive, huge, huge yeah, coup. Brilliant play. You watch every time he plays, he's phenomenal. But they've they've got what well, is Leroy Houston gone? Though? He's, he's gone. gone. He's playing yeah, Reds. He's gone back. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's gone yeah. Reds. So they've got Denton at eight. They've got him. Yeah. 
Maffy, did he go as well? Maffy's, no, Maffy's, Maffy's gone. gone. Maffy's gone. Maffy's gone. But him and Charteris and uh, you, you probably have ruined your thunder there, haven't I? No, 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 absolutely. No, no. Charteris and, and Falatau, I think, are brilliant signings for Bath. Yeah. Charteris is quality. Though. Yeah. I'm not saying he weren't quality before, but yeah. like the last couple of years, he's unbelievable. Come on, him in the line at his arms are everywhere. He yeah. just ruins people's line, doesn't he? But... You talk about Bath and that you know they're everyone thinks they play this brilliant brand of attacking rugby. You sign two world-class forwards that they've got now, and they're all of a sudden, if they can sort their scrumaging issues no, out that they had last year, yeah. they've got rid of Mike Ford as a coach. Um, Bye. Enough said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, done. Yeah, absolutely. On the flip side, though, they've lost Ali Devoto. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Who plays twelve now? Because obviously uh, Eastman's gone as well. Yeah, he's he? feel that. Um, Devoto. That's a uh, that's a bad one to lose. I think and a lot of that was down to personality with Mike Ford. Where did he go? Uh, he's gone to Exeter which is interesting Sam Hill's there Campagnaro's there they've got good centres and Campagnaro can't even start can't get a game which is amazing because he's always the star of that Italian side he came on in the final he was actually very good this year he came on well he beat Scotland a name like Michelle you're not scared of him are you then in the centre again looking at Leicester Tigers they brought in Matt Tamua that's an unbelievable sign I can't wait to see him playing with Freddie Burns or Owen Williams at 10 you look at that back I won't ruin your thunder but the rest of the back line there as well um, J- J- scary. Thing, oh, mate, you've got Manu outside him and you've got JP Peterson on one wing Veanu <laughs> and Beatham and uh, it's just ridiculous yeah. it's a very different Leicester bat line to what you'd expect yeah. oh, it's, it's, it's going to be coached Major. by Major that's an exciting mm. team to watch yeah. next well, year have, Major, you, yeah, go on. have you had any feedback about Aaron Major as a coach yeah, well, uh, yeah we knew him yeah, he, yeah. he did a fair bit of coaching when um, he was at Leicester um, basically <laughs> Uh, so we played. We were at Leicester quite a few years ago now. And Marcelo Lafreda, who was the Argentinian I coach, took the balls. <laughs> that, was that, that sounded yeah. proper. That, that was. Nice. <laughs> I felt like in Buenos Aires for a minute. <laughs> now Marcelo is the nicest bloke you can ever meet. Uh, but he'd, he'd been head of Argentinian rugby, the head coach, not head coach because he wasn't a coach, was he? Director. Director. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know the head guy at Argentina, and they did so well getting to the 07. Third, they won the third. third. Yeah, yeah. Off the, off the kicking game. Yeah. yeah. It was all France. France. Beat France and won the best yeah, games yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll make the Reebok. Reebok was the, <laughs> Reebok was the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, he, he comes head coach um, at Leicester post 2007 World Cup. Um, and one of the first things he did, uh, he, was co- he, was, he was head coach and backs an attack coach because that was what Pat Howard was, if you remember, yeah. um, the year before. Anyway, one of the first things he did in the, his first couple of days at, at Leicester, he pulled myself, Jordan Murphy and Aaron Major into a room and said, I've never really coached uh, an attacking team you know as Argentina I had coached underneath me he oversaw everything very similar to Clive Woodward with England mm. Clive didn't do a lot of coaching it was a lot of the other guys underneath him and he said I want you guys to help me out and run what you want to run and Aaron Major took over um, and he's come from the school of you know the Crusaders and learning you see Daryl Gibson now at the Tars um, you know all that that sort of knowledge that he's been brought up with um, and he was doing coaching as he, he was injured a lot at, when he was playing at Leicester so he did a lot of the coaching he's a brilliant coach uh, he's gone back to New Zealand again, post that, learn and come back over here. And you, know, you look at that back line next year, it's phenomenal. Yeah, and, it, and to see them have a massive change of the Leicester way is always big forward pack, yeah. driving malls, et cetera, et cetera. Richard Cockerell, you know, stamping his feet everywhere. But a little sprinkling of Aaron Major dust, yeah. stardust well, and, and some of the signings. I think they had the most offloads. Yeah. Not that I think the offloads will necessarily win you a premiership but definitely the brand of rugby that he wants to play yeah. different huh? uh, he's brilliant he, uh, yeah, I think he's, he's going to be and speaking to Jordan Murphy he's a good mate player. of mine uh, he's learnt a hell of a lot of him as well so yeah. cool. only good things coming from Leicester this year I think and then looking at Northampton Saints they brought in you don't see many French players coming over to the oh. premiership but they've brought in Picamoles who yeah. I mean it's just a machine yeah the he's... premiership's made for him isn't it really of course his heart sometimes mate but the thing is like that, that's the thing with a lot of these French guys like it's the culture again that they're in 
I think it's. I think it shows a lot about him mm. to leave. Oh, to, yeah. leave to lose to and his bank account. Yeah. yeah, and his bank account. Yeah, but mate, he would have been getting paid. Yep. in France, True. Sure Toulon would have won. Like, I'm sure if he went to market, um, he would have been offered a lot of money. But I'd love to see him with a good preseason, conditioned how we're conditioned in the Premiership. Maybe not you, but. Most of us, <laughs> not so much yourself. Are you conditioned, mate, eh? Yeah, mate, yeah, look at me in my prime. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. no chest. <laughs> um, but like, what is seeing a conditioned pick a mould playing in the Premiership? That's an exciting. It, it is, as long as he can sort his non-Frenchness out and, yeah, and understand. And, you know, yeah. I did it the other way, and you you played in France yeah. uh, as well. An Englishman going to France, you just have to buy into their culture. You know, whether you agree with stuff or not, and, and their laid-back attitude some days, their psychopathic attitude other days. And training was horrendous at some times, and other days you just didn't train, no one knew what was going on. You just had to buy into that culture, and players that didn't buy into the French culture didn't get on, didn't enjoy it. Um, you know, and he... You know, how do you struggle in Montpellier? A lovely place to live. Mate, it was just the co- the same thing. Oh, was it coaching? Yeah, the just, coaching, yeah. lack of physio. I just couldn't get my head around Yeah, but you either buy into it, and that's what he's got to do over here. He's got to understand it. It's not the French way. You can't just shrug your shoulders and go... Yeah, everything's all right, but he phenomenal player. But I just question his heart. I reckon he'll be all right. Yeah. Another, another player coming over, um, it's gonna be playing close to you, James Schockberger. Excited to see him, yeah, definitely. He's he's uh, he went through a tough time, didn't he, with injuries and stuff like that. And I think in his personal life, um, I think there's some stuff going on, but he's one of the greats. I think the, the, the issue that you always have is is he coming over in his prime as a back row at 33 years old? Probably not. Um, but he's still a fantastic player, hard man. South African, we spoke about the physicality before. He hasn't turned up yet. I think um, he'll be there in a few weeks' time. But again, another guy that's probably suited. He's still, yeah, he's still playing at the Stormers, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so a, a guy that's suited to the Premiership, hard tackling, yeah. and they've probably brought him in to replace Jacques Berger. Um, be fantastic to, to play alongside him or or watch him from the stands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, burger for burger. Yeah. Who's talking about burgers? We got yeah. <laughs> and then looking at one of the big, big money transfers of the season, Curtly Beale coming over to Wasps. He's, in, he's injured, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's out till November time, I think. He's out till November. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, you, look, you talk about the Leicester back line. Now you look at the Wasps back line right. as well. You've got Curtly Beale, where's he going to play? Probably 12, I think. Um, you know, you've got, you've lost Piatau, the two Piatau brothers who were phenomenal. Um, Where's he gone? He's gone uh, Ulster, and his brother's gone to back to Japan. I think. Yeah, Seattle's uh, gone. Yeah, Centre. Yeah, yeah, they've lost someone else, was as well, haven't they? Um, they lost. Yeah, they George have. Smith's they've gone, lost yeah, and yeah. Rory Jackson. Yeah, he's yeah, gone yeah, as well. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't play too much. Like. Yeah, he, did, really. he had a few injuries. Yeah, but he. Yeah, they've got Jimmy Gopeth obviously. But you look at that back line. Who's going to play Sips? Who's going to play at ten? Sips or Jimmy? Exactly. Who's going to play at nine? Robson or Joe Simpson? And then you've got Curtly Bill at twelve, Elliot Daly thirteen. There's talk of Elliot Daly maybe playing 15, uh, Eddie Jones wants him to play 15. Um, yeah, Frank Halai in one win, Christian Wade in the other. There's some exciting teams this year in the Premier League. Rob Miller, he's yeah. serious yeah. counter-attacking fullback. Good, yeah. Yeah. Quality and play. then a couple of ones to finish up on. you got Ben Teo joining Worcester, and he obviously came over with the idea of potentially playing for England. Yeah. Um, and as a Leicester fan, a big game for Worcester because he's, he's a serious talent. Well, that's all about playing for England, isn't it? And the cash cow yeah. of, of that. Um, yeah, he went on tour. There was chat he was going to get picked in that first test, wasn't there? Yeah, um, yeah. I, yeah I watched him play for Leinster last year a few times and I'm glad I'm retired and don't have to play against him because a 10 normally has to get in the way of a 12 and he's a big, big, powerful boy, isn't he? Mm. He really Um, is. I think he'll be brilliant at Worcester. Interesting, Dean Ryan leaving Worcester. I think Dean Ryan was a big pull for him to come over. Um, Worcester are going places. They've got a great set up there. 
Yeah, they really are. Yeah, so lots of signings, and also in the Pro 12, you got a few other big names. Who have, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, this is. I well, should This is our Irish presenter. This, is, <laughs> this may go out in Ireland as well. So let's just name a couple, couple of big signings. So Robbie Henshaw is probably the yeah. biggest one who's yeah. moved over to to Leinster. Yeah. Um, and I feel, I, as a Leinster fan, I do feel a bit bad because Leinster tends to take some of the big the talent. Yeah, McCarthy and then but having said that, Connacht also take a fair few backs. So they've got a guy. They're champions though. He's gone to a worse team, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mate, left the champions. As well. How good, and the brand of rugby they play, yeah, Matt yeah, Healy, Tatiana, Hello. Yeah, well they've yeah, lost oh. they've lost a lot of names as well. So AJ McGinty, their at half is gone. Um, but well. they've held on to probably the most talented player in the Pro Twelve last Bundy. season, Bundy. Oh, Bundy Aki was amazing. Once again, the Chiefs boy yeah. who just threw him through. And, yeah. and that kind of brings us back to the conversation earlier on. He more than likely, unless he gets dragged back to New Zealand, will play for Ireland. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if he was eligible now, he'd walk onto the team. Yeah. He's just. How long has he got left to? He's got another year. Has so, he? Yeah. Is it a same three-year thing, isn't it? Mm. Should be five. I've said it earlier. Thought, yeah. Yeah. But I heard Richie McCaw come out and say they were going to try and bring him back. So so I, mate, if I'm him, I'm saying I'm Irish. Yeah. Absolutely. You could um, get 50, 60 caps yeah. and... Uh, yes. Well, so you it's like we go back to Jim. We go back to Jim. True story. We go back to Jim talking about Scotland. And I remember we were sat in Starbucks in Leicester. Do you remember? Mine was a green tea. What was yeah. <laughs> Mine was a double fat something. Um, extra whipped cream, yeah. yeah. Um, and we sat there, and you, I remember you asked me about what you thought, whether you should go and play. You had this offer to go and play for Scotland, and you looked through all your, your ancestry and found somewhere there was <laughs> the tiniest bit of Scottish blood, didn't you? And you, I said to you, look, you know, you said my dreams to play for England, they're goody. I'm English till the no, cows I come didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got this tattoo. I, said, I, I, said, yeah. I said, you've got you've got to look at your career yeah. and where you can see yourself in five years. Can you see yourself being an England regular with the players ahead of you? Or can you see yourself going and, and, and being a Scotland regular because there's no other players? And, and, <laughs> and, players and you had a brilliant career yeah. off the back of playing for Scotland as well, I yeah. think. Um, so if you're Bundyaki, play, play for Ireland, it'll be too tough to... You might go back to New Zealand and get a couple of caps, but he'd be a legend in Ireland, wouldn't he? he well, he already is, especially yeah. Yeah. in the yeah. rest of Ireland. Yeah. He's, um, he's a complete There's not legend. a lot else going down there. Great night out. Great night out. Great night out. And then briefly looking at France, um, a couple of English players, Delon Armitage moved to new uh, newcomers Lyon, yeah. just come into the top 14, um, and also Stefan's moved on as well. So. Yeah, I don't know, weird that, eh? Hey? I... Stefan's his money though, isn't he? Money he's, uh, to pump, pump, big, that, he's gone big money, four year deal. Pose, um, and it? everyone, yeah, yeah he's gone to Poe. So, I mean, and, and, Slade and Conrad Smith are on yeah, ridiculous amounts. But Carl, Hay- Carl Heyman's part of that. Obviously, Carl Heyman's the forwards coach there yeah. now, and they play together at Toulon. Yeah. Listen, uh, you don't begrudge Stefan earning a massive contract because. Every player would have done the same thing. What I just fed up of hearing is Stefan should play for England because if he wanted to, come back. It's always and he, way, he, he, had, he had options to come back, but now he signed this deal, put it to bed. Yeah. And fair play, credit to him, take the money, play as well as you can. He's a, he's a very good player. Is, yeah. There's so much money in France. It's just, it's, mm. I mean, you look at Montpellier as well, bringing in the likes of Joe Tomani, the Mani yeah. Dodolo as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. Actually, we touched on that earlier about English people having to get used to playing in France. It must be quite frustrating. I think Stefan did speak about this once. Basically, is a rotational policy of week on, week off because the ho- the winning reparation is something like eighty percent of home teams yeah. win, so they can change fifteen players the whole time. For you, did you like it when you were given a rest, or do you want to be the first name on the team sheet playing week in, week out? Uh, I didn't really get a rest when I was at Brief, to be honest. I played a hell of a really? lot, um, and it it ended up being. I remember my first year, so I broke into the back into the England squad when Martin Johnson was the coach. Uh, Basically, Johnny was injured, um, <laughs> and it was post Johnny who, sorry? Uh, yeah, it was post Sips. Sips had played those four tests, and he'd mouthed off at someone, I think, or Went something. Went to the Rebels, and <laughs> uh, no, he was still he was still there, but he, I think he told the coach to. We were on a camp in Portugal, and he told John Wells to do one, I think, and that, that just helped me get picked. I think. Um, anyway, um, you know, it was the 
obviously now you play for England, you looked after in that EPS agreement, and the EPS agreement was on then, but because there was a few of us uh, playing in France, we'd go back and on the, the fallow weeks, we'd go back and play for Brief. And I remember, John, o, we, we were on a pre-Six uh, Nations camp in Portugal, um, and my briefed coaches said, you've got to be back on Wednesday. I'm like, well, I'm only going on Monday. It's there for the whole week. He said, you've got to be back on Wednesday because you're playing against Cast on Saturday. And John O said, Mark Johnson's a coach. He looks at me, he said, if you want to play for England, you don't go back. I'm like, oh, they pay my wages, John o. What, do you, what can you do? And it, you had to go IRB regs. Uh, and I played against Cast, and I literally, I've never played touch rugby so well in all my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I knew I was playing the next week for England. But that's the thing, you know, some... It's, a lot of it's environments, and you see the best French environments now. The Claremont model, um, you know, I know obviously they didn't win it, um, but the Claremont model of, of how they've changed things with Vern and, and uh, Joe Schmidt when he was there as well, um, they've used a lot of influences from outside France to hype up the professionalism. Um, luckily, Breve weren't too professional, was either. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a question out to our audience to Facebook, to Twitter. We've got a few fan questions in. Um, we're going to throw them at you. Yep. Yeah. So a simple one to start off with: your uh, your finest or your proudest rugby moment? Um, oh, that's a good question. Is it? You know, I think everyone remembers their first cap, winning the Heineken Cup in two thousand and one, playing for Leicester over in in Paris. Starting that game at twenty one years old was amazing. I suppose one of my best recent memories: our first game, being a Coventry City fan, playing for Wasps. We moved back to the to the Rico Arena to take over that, um, and I was lucky enough to play in the first game and break the Premiership record. Scored thirty three points on on our on our debut game there at Wasps. Which luckily still stands, even only a year later, a year or so later. And that was, you know, towards the end of my career to be able to do that um, and hold that record still. That was something that I, I still remember pretty well. Very good. Being a Coventry City fan. Yeah. yeah. You're a Coventry City fan, aren't you, Jim? I used to live by the stadium. Exactly. Yeah, I used to go down there. England born and bred. <laughs> Take you from a high point to a slightly lower point. Ooh. Most embarrassing rugby moment on a on a pitch. Just generally pulling on a tight shirt, I suppose. Make <laughs> <laughs> no, sure it's um, going to be uh, the last bit in Newcastle. <laughs> yeah. no? How no, much stick did you get no. for the gloves? How much <laughs> stick did you get for the opposition for the old um, stick? No, mates? not a lot. It's more really? hair and hair banter, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and most embarrassing moment on a rugby field. Dude, there's been a few. <laughs> You've had some stinkers. Like we've all played bad games. I remember one. I played for Leicester at Welford Road. We were unbeaten for God knows how long for Leicester, and we played against Gloucester. And Lloydie, Leon Lloyd, another kid from Cov, who my mum taught. I just moved from Gloucester to to Leicester. Sorry, sorry, just moved from Leicester to Gloucester. Uh, anyway, I've chucked out this big pass. He's picked it. He's gone playing on the wing. Picked it off. Oh, gone, it, yeah. gone under the sticks. <laughs> Gloucester win by about four points. It's down to me. As that was fairly embarrassing. Um, oh, I've had a few. Uh, just the way I look generally, I suppose that will do. Well, then moving on to the social media side of things, you're pretty active on there, and you've built up a bit of a persona. How has that happened? And what do you think has led to you becoming this kind of viral sensation and big hit online? <laughs> or are you aware of it, first of all? In terms of what? Well, in terms of being a bit of a hero. I like a beer. I'm not, you know, you see these chiselled athletes these days. Um, and I, I suppose what it is, especially the last three months at Newcastle, um, if you're the average-looking rugby fan and you see someone that's in a similar shape to you... You're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly playing in, the, playing in the Premiership and, 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 you know, at the ripe old age of 35, 36, whatever it was. You can probably relate to them a bit more than an absolute athlete like Jim who... Only sips on protein shakes and you know really watches his nutrition. Um, I, I've done it all with a smile on my face. I've done it my way. You know, I've, I've always had fun and I had a beer along the way and trained hard when you need to train hard, which it wasn't that often. I don't think. But, but I it's think funny, it's, uh, it's funny you say that about Goody. He does understate himself. But I remember in pre-season one day, and quickly I'll, I'll just quickly tell the story because I think it's right in saying that we have a crack and. We talk about the lid and we talk about the belly and the corona. But I remember we rocked up to pre-season. I think you might have come back four or five kgs heavier. 
and we were running up Bradgate Hill. Yeah. And Cocker said, right, all the backs, get your shirts off. And I remember you were stood next to Tom Vandale, who was built like... Absolute athlete. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. ripped to smithereens. And we must have been five or six runners into it. We were watching the backs go. Mate, you were 200 metres in front of him. Like, I wouldn't say 200 metres. You might yeah. have been 200 metres behind him, but you looked like you were, pretty, <laughs> you were certainly yeah. up the hill. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. might have been coming down and gone back up. Yeah. <laughs> you're, always, you're always naturally oh, fit, yeah, fit you? Yeah, I had a bit of an engine. Um, yeah. you, it was hidden, very well hidden by a bit of padding. But um, yeah, I wouldn't, internet sensation, I don't know. Just Get like, in there. Just Get like a beer. After this. Do you, just like find, a beer. Yeah. yeah. Do you find that? Do you find that when you go to a, a pub, people want to buy you a beer, or yeah. is it? Um, I, well, it's a pub. What's the yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah, not have a bit of fun. I will talk to anyone. I, you know, I, I don't take myself too seriously. Some, you know, some boys now, um, the game has gone hyper professional, hasn't it? And yes. they have to take themselves very seriously. They have to um, take themselves out the limelight. Not so much limelight, but they don't go to a pub. They don't go and have a beer. They, you know, they're really solely focused on training and eating the right thing, doing the right thing, sleeping the right thing. I couldn't have had my career that way because I'd have been dull as dishwater, yeah. um, and I wouldn't have done myself justice. I, I wouldn't have enjoyed it myself. So, I guess yeah. people come to expect something from you, a, a cult hero on social media, and a guy that uh, you know has his has his banter and and has his way about him. And, and people, you know, when they see you in, in a pub or in a social setting. Do they do they come up to you and 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 sort of try and banter straight away with you and take the piss out of you? Or, like you they know, know him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like they some, know yeah, you. Some that, people do. Some people. Do. Is and it frustrating? It's, nah, it's pitching at the right level, isn't it? If so, I can tell if someone's having a laugh and and trying to have a bit of fun with me, and, and someone who's generally just trying to be a dickhead. Um, and if if if, if they've been a bit of a knobhead, you don't give them the time of day. But if you've got someone trying to be funny and having a good laugh, I like a laugh. I'm, as you've seen, I don't take myself too seriously. Um, you know, if someone wants to buy me a beer and, and, and give me some hair chat, you know, or, or waistline chat or anything. Um, buy you a pie while they're at it. Yeah, you let me know you scored 2,000 yeah. points. And... Well, there you go. And, uh, <laughs> I don't, but no, know, no. I, I have, I have. Yeah. <laughs> After and, a few crews. <laughs> and on social media, just going back to that, what's the most random thing? I mean, in the past, you used to get fan mail as a celebrity or as a player. What's the most random thing you've been sent online or... Who knows? Maybe someone's actually found your address and sent you something. Oh, you, so funny enough, you talk about pies and pints. Um, so there was a picture from my time at Newcastle when... I saw it. Yeah. It did make me laugh and it's gone round and round and round thousands of times. Um, Harry Mallander, um, yeah. I, was, I had the ball, we were trying to kill a bit of time inside our own in-goal area and I'm literally stood right by the line. I stepped over it. Harry, Mar- Harry Mallander hits me. Obviously, my feet go from underneath me. I'm lying, trying to catch my breath against him. He slipped. Him. He slipped. <laughs> well, he, he put a shoulder in. It's the only tackle he made all day, to be yeah, fair. Yeah. So bless him. Um, and I'm lying against the billboard. And the, the truth of the matter is, it looks like I'm trying to give Wayne Barnes, the referee, a bit of banter. I could not breathe. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get up, couldn't breathe. I was knackered, enjoying the rest. Anyway, the next day, someone's photoshopped a picture. And it's amazing what you can do now, isn't it? Oh, so good. So good. Um, I still haven't seen anyone photoshop a picture of me with abs, but... Um, <laughs> we'll do the opposite. Yeah. He's got... He's got me where I'm holding the ball on the floor, and he's he's photoshopped in a load of pies and a couple of beers in there, <laughs> and it was brilliant. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you see some stuff like that all the time, but as long as you ta- don't take yourself too seriously, it's good fun. Good stuff. And then a couple of quick one-word answers. I don't know. You may not have seen it. Stephen Avery, innocent or guilty? I've watched it. Yeah. Um, oh, he's innocent. Hundred percent. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, then, and announced well. yesterday. Making a whole yeah. new series. Are they? Very exciting. Oh, yeah. yes. Apparently, the other side. Though. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the other side. Oh, the t- and following the nephew. I yeah. thought that Brendan Dacey guy, he doesn't yeah. know. Weird like yeah. Yeah. He's still, still waiting for WrestleMania. So, and then the last one, I'm actually going to let you think about this one for a few minutes and I'll pass over to Ollie to ask Jim. 
but dinner and pints with three people of your choice, living or dead. Um, oh have a God. think about it. Well and, well, and, I, uh, and I'll pass over to Tali. Yeah, because earlier you said a bit of a softy, Jim, with your protein shakes. But actually, a guy on Twitter said, bloody hell, Jim Hamilton, isn't he the hard one with the tats? What does he listen to to get fired up before a game? Uh, your track, your go-to lo- artist. Brave heart. I would, yeah. Brave heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would, on repeat. I would love to say that it is like rock and roll and... Bieber, uh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> see, I, I can't even tell you what, what's in this thing. Now. So I'm on this Spotify thing. And there's this hot hits of like the week or something. I remember I was listening and uh, had these um, headphones, Beats. Beats, if you're listening, Beats yeah. by Dre. Please sponsor us. I left my headphones on the on the um, the bench with my iPhone plugged in. These headphones are quite loud. And the referee came in and it was all quiet. And then I was on the other side of the room and I could hear the Zayn Malik's on pillow talk <laughs> flying through my headphones. <laughs> I was dying. I, was, I think that was before the semi-final. The semi-final. Was <laughs> Watching the video as well, just kissing Gigi Hadid. Yeah, just like, literally. Like, I was like, that ain't mine. That right. ain't mine. Maro, that's yours. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would just listen. And I went to dinner the other day. Actually, you were talking with Kelly Brown. I just listened to Kelly Brown sing Baywatch the whole time on repeat. He's yeah, got some lungs I'm on him, doesn't he? Well, I think oh, the thing is, is with, thing? this is the thing with Kelly, right? Yeah, so that's, because that's he has, bitch on Kelly. Because he has a stammer. He has a stammer, like, and there's always that awkwardness, a bit uncomfortable when he's talking. It's the fact that he can sing a song without stammering that everyone's amazed and think this guy's got an incredible voice. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Gareth Gates, isn't it? Yes, yeah, Gareth Gates. It's that <laughs> whole story. The speech, we're doing a new film. Uh, well, yeah, but Gareth Gates is a rubbish singer, but because he had a stammer, everyone's like, wow, this uh, guy's amazing. And he had that thing with Jordan, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Kelly done the same. And one of the great battles, Will Young yeah, and Gareth Gates yeah. battle. That was one of the one of the great pop battles. Yeah. Uh, we've also got um, one for scariest opponent. Scariest opponent. Across, yeah. I don't know. Shabal? Yeah, Shabal. He was a bit of bravado, though. Was he? Yeah. yeah. Was. Just looks who, who's, who's put the hardest hit on you? You got up and felt that you thought, yeah. You yeah, know what? Thing. When you, I was you're, younger. You're welcome. When, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. You're nemesis. Harry, Harry Mallander. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, uh, Wilkinson. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I remember playing, I uh, yeah, I I remember playing I, at Leicester. He belted me once. He uh, broke one of my ribs. Bloody yeah. Hell. Yeah. Displaced fracture my rib. And I just remember, I'm not known for me carrying, you know. I'm more known for. I don't know, turnovers, aerial ability. I mean, carry has never, never been my strongest point, but really? Wilco smashed me at the side of, a, th- uh, side of a, a breakdown. I mean, he was there at guard. You're normally running at, like, the fatties and the people yeah. who, you know, just kind of grab you. But, yeah, probably Wilkinson. But a- any time we played New Zealand, they were just incredible. We always lost by 50, so... <laughs> just don't remember much yeah, of I touched, the game. Yeah, I touched, <laughs> I touched Sonny Bill Williams once. Really? Yeah, I tackled him once. Oh, and nice. He offloaded out the back door, they scored, but... <laughs> still touched him. Still, still touched, touched him. him. Still yeah. cuts. And going completely off the field and completely left the field, what's the perfect Sunday night for Jim Hamilton? Oh, see, this oh, is the thing. Bottle of rose. No, it's my, my life's so different now. I've got, I've got two children, if you know, and I don't watch much TV, to be honest with you. I walk the dog. Um, I do like these... Um, Celebrity jungles and stuff when that was on Big Brother, mm. like them. So I like Love Island. Love Island. Yeah, yeah. Love yeah. Island. Yeah. No, yeah. no, we're yeah. all Love Island fans, aren't we? The thing is, yeah, like I don't watch too much TV. I watch all the Amber stuff with the kids and keep up to date with the world and stuff like that. But just easy watch. Love Island, like mm. you say. Yeah, it's a good watch. You guys <laughs> anything, get yeah. Really? Anything, yeah, 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 it's oh, good. You know, the girls you in the office are just yeah. every minute. Anything oh. that you can just pause, you know, you can socially analyse people <laughs> and you just pause it and you speak to the message and you go like, is this play on or is this not play on? And it's you just find yourself show, like passing judgement the whole time. <laughs> exactly. <Love it. laughs> yeah. I, I'm better than these people. Yeah. So Who would go on a show <laughs> like that anyway? Exactly. You, you Shani Cipriani might be free. Are you saying you watched Love Island and said to your missus, is this play on or are we all right? Yeah. 
like it. Okay, but well, there's some 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 of the great questions. We've got a fair few, so coming over the few weeks, we'll uh, we'll plough through those. Yeah. you're popular men. And are we go, are we going to go back to Andy? Have you got your your panel for dinner? It's strong. Dinner and points. Was it, was it three? Three. Well, if you want to add a few more, we can uh, we can make an exception. Mate, don't you say that one. If you've written that down and that's one of your people. Oh, oh please. Really? Give it to us. I've written Ian Botham because as a kid... A beef. Yeah, as a kid, he was a, he was a sporting hero and he loved a beer. Yeah. And we're talking beers, pints, food. Mm. Absolutely. He's a man from, my, man from my own heart. Um, so you've never been in a, in a dinner situation with him before? No, I, I, I've been at dinners where he's been, but not mm. uh, where he's he's cutting loose. And any good? Any good? Yeah, you you've been at dinners. No, I've met, I've met, I, yeah, met him a few times. See him speaking stuff, yeah. but as I say, never you haven't got him without the mic and on the piss. I reckon yeah. he'd still hold it Different. pretty pretty well. I think Jason Jason Manford'd have to be there. Good, yeah, good unbelievable comedian. comedian. Yeah, it makes me laugh. Yeah, brilliantly. Uh, last one. That is tough, isn't it? You're put on the spot here. Who was it? So they like Barack Obama earlier. That was you, wasn't it, Jim? Yeah. Don't know who would be at dinner though. Yeah. <laughs> People, like, you, you want fun, don't you? you Man, I think laugh. like DiCaprio. Like, <laughs> oh, he'd have some stories, yeah, yeah. wouldn't he? You he like? A legend. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just going on Wolf of Wall Street. That's yeah. why. It's a coming character. Exactly. I'm not leaving. Just all night. I'm not going to leave. Can you just do? Can you actually do the whole film for two hours? We'll sit here. Well, you can have DiCaprio and Dan Bitherian as well. I don't like Wolf of Wall Street. He's just rich. Yeah, I, I agree. He's done a bit, bit of poker. <laughs> yeah. Rich with loads of birds. You know that one, did you? Yeah. You've got one. You never know after this show, mate. Yeah, it might be all go. coming my way. Yeah. I imagine so. Everyone be waiting outside for us, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we sent the tweet out just letting them know, so I'm sure they will be. And uh, one more from you then, Jim. Fi- okay. Final person. Who are we having? Um, well, I said DiCaprio. What, as in for... Dinner. For dinner. Steak. Sort of steak, beers. curries, beers, the whole world. Steak and curry. Steak and curry. Yeah, starter. Steak and curry. I'm hungry now. Look, yeah. we get I know about to say. Yeah, 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 go on. You have a little talk, Goody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I want to. I want to say it right. Yeah, you do. Because it, it, you know, to be fair, and it's quite a somber thing actually. I got asked this years ago, and I read Paul Gascoigne's book. Yeah. And I said I would have loved to like hear some of the stories because some of the myth stories that you hear yeah. about him and Gazza stuff like that. Pump, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't have Gazza now, obviously. Mate, no. What a shame. What, what a shame. shame. Let, let me have a think. Ian Botham in his pomp would have been. That's Ian Botham. I, I ain't stories going to Ian Botham. Mate, the stories that Botham would have come out with would have been phenomenal. Touring stories. Those, those days. David Boone with his 56 pints on the yeah. plane and stuff. That's yeah. some serious yeah. achievements, isn't yeah. it? I was born in the wrong era, wasn't I? Yeah. yeah. I'd so, like to hang around with Beckham for the day. I don't know whether I want to see you just compare tats. You'd be topless, yeah. wouldn't you? Just, just, I've got that no, one. I don't have to be rolling around in Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't want his life, but you wouldn't want his life. You wouldn't want his life. Come on, mate. Back, he doesn't have to off. kill Rivers. Yeah. Yes, I would. I yeah. would. Yes. And then DiCaprio, that just made me think of one more question for you, or both of you. If someone had to play you in a film, oh yeah, who is it? Who's gonna Who's gonna get the lead role? Do you know, I've never been asked that question. See Yours would be James Corden. But you could just it? go to DiCaprio. James, James Corden. He's a bit slimmer than me. So um, <laughs> Gerard, Gerard Butler. Yeah, oh. so someone told me I look like Jeremy yeah. a, a couple oh of times. Oh my god, Jim, yeah, you're dreaming, mate. In 300 as well. <laughs> hey, no, like, it's yeah. it's yeah. Captain Haddock, isn't it? We're going yeah, by okay, Tim, yeah. Tim, Captain Haddock. Oh, you are dreaming. Yeah. Um, I'm not a massive movie buff, so I, I, I'm trying to think of. John Travolta? <laughs> he's got a bit of a dab on him. <laughs> he's got a better lid, though. Has he? Yeah, yeah. An underdog yes. is loved by everyone. We can, we can throw that out to Twitter. Who would yeah, play yeah. Andy Good? Go. Send it out there. That'd be a great question. The Let's there put that out. That's, that'll be out there. We'll get some, I'm sure we'll get Seth some... Rogen. Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Will Ferrell. Yeah. Will Ferrell. There we go. Oh, yeah. that is There's my one. Yeah. That, I'd look, oh, well, we've just got the perfect combo. Seth Rogen and Will Ferrell. That is the ultimate aim of the Roby Pilots to get the two of them in here and do a joint podcast for you. You never know. 
let's see if it grows. Exactly. Yeah. They'll have to audition for the role first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that All right. Well, thank you us. very much, everyone. Thank you for coming along the yep. the uh, opening rugby pod podcast. And uh, thank you very much, Andy, for coming along. You've been pleasure. having me. Big Jim, you've done well. Thank you. You can follow me on Twitter at Jim Hamilton for any more followers. I'm not going to buy any. Yeah. So. Who has the most Twitter followers? Guess how many you've got, and then we'll see who's who's out the most. So we've got the numbers here. I don't want to guess. I know I know what I've got, but I'm going to say a different number. So, <laughs> yeah, so like, I don't so <laughs> I, want to, I think I've got about twenty nine thousand. I think twenty one, twenty one thousand. I've got some good people following me though. Have you? Who's the best person you've job? got? Come on, J.K. Rowling. She's oh. got the most. Oh, this is because of the uh, Potter. Yeah, we, we, we've, we've had tea together. Go on, what happened? Yeah. What happened? I, did, I, don't, I didn't hear this story. Yeah, so basically, uh, I know we're at the end of the show, but yeah. We, um, no, we've got time yeah, for this. Got, okay, so, so um, basically she, she was watching a Scotland game. I think she felt sorry for us. And then she saw some guy running around like Hagrid, not doing a lot. But I think she liked the way that I got stuck in. So yeah, yeah. She wrote, anyway, she wrote a blog that goes out in America, which is massive. Like millions of people follow this blog. And someone sent it to me, and I'm not a massive Harry Potter fan, but I read read the blog anyway because obviously someone sent me, uh, and she likened me to Hagrid, Hagrid, Martin wow. Bayfield, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, so I just tweeted her, thank you very much. She followed me, and the rest is history. She's been to a few games. She's now a Saracens fan. Oh wow, oh, we're Bessies, mate. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah. she said she's going to put me. In, she said she's going to put me in the film. That's what she said. Well, yeah. Did she actually Joe, say that? Joe, if you're listening, <laughs> well, she I'm obviously still is. <laughs> Can we just say how scarily accurate? You said 21,000, 21.8, and Andy went for 29,000, 28.9. Yeah, we, we, know, we, we know. know how many I was hoping I'd just hit the 29,000. Maybe I will. Sorry, by like, the end of this, this exactly. Story. That's yeah. it. All right, well, yeah. thank you very much for, for listening in, and thank you very much for coming again, guys. Fred and Ollie, thank you very much as well, and uh, we'll, we'll see you in the next round. 